Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise Him. Praise Him every day. What's yes. up, sis? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just literally sitting up here like an old country man. It's hot as this under titty, and it's. <laughs> I don't have my ACs in yet, so um, I'm literally That's- in my drawers, like with a glass of iced tea. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Talking. Um- I, uh, I, that's one thing that I do not miss about my New York City apartment life. Mm-hmm. I had, I, I had AC all year. I had AC in my apartment, but I can definitely relate to like that. I rem, I remember when like you ain't get a chance to put them in the window. We, so <laughs> we moved in in October. And so we haven't had to because. The world is ending, as you can see by the weather. So mm. we haven't had to put the ACs in. It's only been a couple hot days, and I have ceiling fans in every single room of the house, the kitchen, the living room, my room, Noah's room. The only room that doesn't have it is the dining room. And, um, yeah, my nigga, it's hot. <laughs> it's hot. Well, I thank the Lord for my little apartment. Amen. As small as it may be, it is my home and there is central air conditioning here because God is yet on the throne of my life. Central air is, I feel like that is definitely, a, um, that is some, that's a blessing. It's something that I will never, ever take for granted. Yeah. That it is for certain. Don't. Um, but what's up, uh, niggas? It's hot as this fish grease outside. <laughs> Everybody doing all right out there? I hope you all have your ACs in the window. Indeed. I hope that you have your electric electric bills paid and are ready um, for the summer because I have a feeling in my Shondo that it's going to be a doozy. Yeah, I don't know because you know, it could all burn up. It's just anything can happen every day. <laughs> I was uh, I was hanging out with Keisha today. We went to the supermarket um, and when we got in her car, the the um Temperature thing said 102. Christ. See? I said, oh. Like, I was like, it was just, it was just too hot to speak. Like, we rode in silence for like, until, until, you know, things started to cool off. The air came on in the car. But like, for the first three minutes, we were just in the car like, I'm trying not to complain that it's hot because it's June. And the fact that 
in a couple of days, we're going to ha- have a high of 68 in June is obscene. But really? Oh, sis. A high of 68 in a few days here. I don't know what the weather is going to be giving in this uh, in the DMV. It's supposed to rain this weekend in New York. It's supposed to rain in the latter part of the week. And it's going to have a high of 68 one day. And while I welcome that with my ACs not in the window, because the longer I go, the longer I can put off paying a handyman, even though I need to just stop it. (laughs) It's going to be 94 degrees here tomorrow. And Mm -hmm. then on Wednesday, it's going to be 88. The the lowest it'll be this week is 77. But we're going to be back. It's going to be... Back in the nineties by Sunday, so I'm getting those ACs put in this week. Like it's it's happening because I can't I think do it's this in, anymore. It's in your best interest. It's, it's in yeah. your best interest. Summertime starts next week officially, though I believe. Right? Amen. I'm looking forward to it. New York summers are like the best. They're lit. They're the best. I will not deny that. So I will not. How you feeling though? I'm alive, man. I'm just That's really, it. really uh, grateful and glad to be alive. Um, before we go any further in this show, yes, I would like to personally, personally thank everybody. Like y'all have literally outdone yourselves. Um, the level of love that I have received is just like unprecedented. Like, honestly, um, my inability to manage my emotions last week's show, uh, me telling my business all over the interwebs, you know, it was very scary and not easy to do, but it has really been, um, it was, a. it's been a lot more palatable. It's been easier to deal with, um, because so many, so many of you have reached out to me to say that you, you know, are sharing in my experience and you know how I feel and you're praying for me and you're sending me love and energy and all of those wonderful things. I cannot thank you guys enough to everyone who is has had a, a hard 2016 and life came at us real fast and we're still trying to find our feet underneath us. Um, shout out to y'all. Um, and anybody who said that, you know, they felt, uh, like I was talking to them, um, you know, I can't even take no credit for that. Like, as I told y'all before, I did not want to do it. Um, but, um, so many people told me that I had to, Jade included. Uh, (laughs) so I literally said a prayer and opened up the notes on my phone and that's just what came out. So I can't even take no credit for it. Like, for real, I don't know where it came from. But I'm glad that um, it, it meant something to so many of you. So thank you to everyone, all of you. I mean, I got DMs on Instagram. I got snaps. I got emails. I got so much love. And I just really, really, really appreciate y'all. This weekend past was definitely a hard weekend, but perspective has, you know, helped me to celebrate my brother's life and to celebrate my mom and my family and to really be grateful and thankful to God because we made it a year. We made it a whole year um, since, you know, definitely the hardest day of my life and um 
it's not at all easy, but we're still out here and we're doing it and we're showing up to do our work just like I showed up here tonight to record <laughs> this show. So why don't we stop on japping and get right into it? Yeah, all right. You ready, sis? I'm ready. My sister's popping right now, like. It's graduation announcement time. Shout out to my sis. Indeed, 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 indeed. It's my favorite segment of the show. I'm super excited. Um, we don't have that many to get through. I told y'all that graduation season was drawing to a close, but the ones that we have, we will read. You want to start, sis, or me? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'll start. Okay. Um, the first email reads, Hi, Jade and Kia. I love the show and the insightful content. I wish I would have had this when I was navigating my 30s. I have turned my daughters onto the show while they are currently on Team Typing Fast at Michigan State University. I wanted to say congratulations to my youngest daughter's friends, Aaron, Deja, and Naya, and to the entire 2017 graduating class of Cass Technical High School in Detroit, Michigan. These students earn nearly $60 million in scholarships Ooh. from multiple prestigious universities. There were also multiple students who graduated with an associate's degree from Wayne County class, uh, Wayne County Community College as a result of dual enrollment, having dedicated every Saturday wow. since their freshman year to attend classes. Cass Tech is also the first school in Wayne County, Michigan, to become an international baccalaureate school. As the mom of two Cass Tech grads, both earned four-year scholarships, I wanted to share the greatness of these young queens and kings from the city of Detroit. This is not the kind of news you usually hear about um, a Detroit public school, so I had to share. Thank you, ladies. Sincerely, Kyra Elsie. Thank you, Miss Elsie, and congratulations so to Aaron, Deja, and Naya, and the entire class of Cass Technical High School in Detroit, Michigan. Sixty million dollars in scholarships. Y'all did that, okay? And for the ones who did the dual enrollment and they and they finished in community college at the same time that they finished high school. Absolutely like, incredible. Graduating high school with an associate's. Can't nobody be mad at that. At, not at all. Not at all. Thank you, Miss Elsie, for uh, listening to the show. I really appreciate you. Um, and uh, yeah, shout out to uh, all the all the kings and queens, the cast tech. That's it. Our next one says, hey, ladies, my name is Kadeen. I live in Montreal, Canada. I would like to give a graduation shout out to my sister, Chrysilia. Chris, oh, you can call her Chrissy. Okay. Chrissy. Mm -hmm. For graduation from McGill University with her Bachelor's of Science. First class honors in anatomy and cell biology, and she's also on the dean's research list. Nice. In addition, she will be starting McGill Medical School in the fall and pursue her lifelong dream of becoming a pediatrician. We were born and raised Jamaican, uh, born and raised Jamaican, and our mother moved us to Canada with three suitcases and little cash in hopes of us gaining a better education. Wow. As she walked across that stage, my mother's eyes were filled with tears of joy. The fact that she will become uh, the first doctor in our family is a huge accomplishment. I just wanted to say how proud we are of you, Chrissy. We love you endlessly and cannot wait for you to embark on your next journey. Team typing fast. That's it. And she put in a picture of her and her sister and said, my sister's popping right now. She sure and is. They are the cutest. They are adorable. Congratulations. Because of her throwing up the deuce. Come on now. I love her. <laughs> I love her. Congratulations, Chrissy. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, hello, Jade and Kia. This is Bevy B from Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> I said it like that. She, she spelled, spelled it. it. C-H-A-R-L-I-T. Charlotte, 
North Carolina. First things first, y'all keep doing what y'all doing because y'all doing it well. Things doing it, doing it, doing it well. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to my friend, ex-roommate Brittany, who will be graduating from Webster University on Saturday, June the 10th with her second master's degrees, Master of Arts in mm. Human Resources and Development. I also want to give a shout out to Aisha. She was nominated Teacher of the Year this year. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> she was nominated Teacher of the Year this year, and this is her second year teaching. She also has had the highest math scores in her district. Uh, you heard work and tears. Your hard work and tears were all worth it. I love you gals. Uh, sincerely, Bevy B from Charlotte, North Carolina. Thank you, Miss Bevy B, for Thank writing you, Bevy in. Bevy B. Yes, and uh, shout out to roommate and Aisha. Aisha. <laughs> she Father was a girl that I never had, and I want to hey, get to hey, know you hey, better. Hey. The kids don't know nothing about it. They bad sure creation. don't. Y'all missed out. Y'all should Google another Sis, bad creation. Do you remember another bad creation? Did you, did you watch Meteor Man when you were younger? Uh, of course. So you know they were the baby lords? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just had to make sure. Even was, though I did, I was another Bad Creation fan, but I was really a fan of the boys. Do you remember sis, the boys? That was my first te- dial my heart. Lucky charm. Ooh. No, my favorite boy song is crazy. Mm. You got me going crazy. Oh, I'm crazy. <laughs> They were on Arsenio. They that was there. my first tape. That was my very first tape. They were on a different world. Yes, they were everywhere. Here, <laughs> trying to figure out how she does it to me. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh my gosh, I love the boys. <laughs> me, I'm so happy you said that nobody else ever mentions the boys. The boys was my very first quote unquote boy band. I loved them. I ended up looking them up in my twenties, like, what what the hell happened to them? And Child. they were like they they were all Muslim and like moved to Africa and Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, <laughs> holy water. It was great. Oh. Uh, I was surprised, but yes, the boys was my very, very, very first tape and it was my first like Come on, cassette. That was my that was my shit. Oh, you just took me back. All right. Let's get to the next one. <laughs> I did. Tangent. Tangent Hey ladies, my name is Whitney Kidd and let me say I love you. Ooh, let me just say I love, love, love you guys. You give me life every week. Thank you, sis. I listen to you guys on my weekly commute and love it when people in the car next to me look confused because I'm in full-blown cackle all by myself. That's Keep it right. up, ladies. My graduation shout-out is dedicated to my four-year-old niece, Damani uh, Kid, who graduated from VPK on June 4th with her degree in Crayola Studies yeah. with a concentration in numbers. Yep, I made that up. She isn't a part of Team Typing Fast yet, but she is an active member of Team Color Inside the Lines. That's it. This little one has had a tough year with the sudden loss of her Gigi, her grandma, aka my mom, and starting school in a brand new state. Through it all, she's managed to complete this year on top while adjusting to her new Florida life. I love this little girl with everything I have and look forward to her doing amazing things. Thanks, guys. P.S. There are a few graduation pics attached. She is the cutest with these glasses. Stop. And she has a little yellow cap and gown. Adorable. Just adorable. Amazing. Congratulations, Damani. And thanks for writing in, uh, Whitney. Yes. Praise the Lord, niggas. Before I get to the point of the email, I just want you to know how much I love you both. We love you, too. Oh, yes. well, come on with these little... Oh, Jade. Oh. The, Jill of, the Jill of all trades. <laughs> First of her name, Mother 
cooktress and lover of all things, nigga. You I am lover of all things, nigga. That's right. You inspire me to be my authentic self. Never to feel bad about eating chicken and watermelon in public. To make smarter cocktail choices. And uh, my daughter knowing a variety of music makes me a good mother. Oh, thank Kia. you. <laughs> oh, God. Mother of degrees. You are. You are. You are church mother of degrees. That's it. Uh, minister of, of proper eyebrows. I'll take it. Because listen, <laughs> it's very important. First lady of petty and highlight application. Um, deacon of deacon. I'm a deaconess, actually. I'm actually not, but that, I mean, whatever. Uh, deacon of praising him in key as well as pitch. On key as well as in pitch. You inspire me to keep pursuing my advanced degree no matter what the obstacles um, praise my savior loud while cursing out Wamada and always serving the girls a light beam. That's it. Now to the point. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, sis. Love you. I wanted to give a graduation <laughs> shout out to my five-year-old Mia for finishing pre-K. She worked so hard while battling ADHD and is looking forward to being a kindergartner. Always remember you are magic, little brown girl. Mommy loves mm. you so much. Kia, please notice I'm training my child up in the way she should go. Team no wrinkle robes. Amen. We clearly still have work. We clearly still have to work on those white shoes, but he's not through with her yet. Um, she's a she's a young lass. A you know young, what? You, if you're under like twelve, yes. you can wear white shoes. Yes. It's okay. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the adults in the white shoes who I have yeah. a personal problem with, but you know, person. I can deal with the children. That's okay. Absolutely. Too, and she's a sweetie. You know, a white shoe on a young girl is, you know, that's what we're supposed to do. Um, but, uh, she also attacks some pictures. This is, uh, from Joe, um, who I'm guessing is, um, um, Mia's mom. Thanks for writing, Joe. Um, congratulations, Mia. And congratulations to Mia. (laughs) You are adorable and you're brilliant. And I know you're going to bust kindergarten wide open. You better go ahead. This little beautiful brown baby's all over the place. I love it. Hey, Jade and Kia, my name is Taylor, and I want to send a congratulations to my baby sister, Janae. Janae graduated from fifth grade last week. Come on, all these young, t- these tater tots. Tater tots or tiny tots? Did you call the children potatoes? I like to call them tater tots. Okay, that's fine. Tater tots then. I could, never mind. Janae graduated from fifth grade last week, and she's heading to middle school. I can't believe it. Middle school is an awful place, so I bless you, child. I love you. Janae has always looked up to me. When I received my bachelor's degree in fine arts in 2014, she always told me that she wanted to attend college one day too. Representation really matters, especially since I was the first in my immediate family to finish my degree. My mother even went back to community college to finish her associates after being inspired by me, knowing that I'm rolling into my last year of graduate school at Pratt Institute, getting my master's in arts and cultural management. I can't wait to inspire her once more in May 2018. Until then, I'm still team typing fast. Thank you for all that you do. Your podcast is so great. It's a true inspiration to black millennials like me. I also find comfort knowing that it's okay to have not have it all together, but to have a plan to be dope in the future. I have attached pictures of my little sis and I at her graduation. Thanks so much, Taylor. Taylor, thank you for writing in and congratulations to Janae. Janae is out here being super brown and super cute. I love With it. a pedicure, she's got the. Listen, the, she's got a design. Her pictures are lit. They Get got it. the Snapchat filters. They are cute. Her sis is popping. Congratulations, Janae. 
And I'm sorry, guys, if you heard me sneezing. Oh, is that what you were doing over there? I was just reading. (laughs) Pollen is still my petty peeve. It's still just giving me the blues. It's constant. It's not petty. I hate it, but moving right along. Well, hey, Caps. Okay. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And very large font. My gosh. Hey, Jaden Kia. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise him. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Y'all are so much. First and foremost, let us praise (laughs) our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for blessing us on this day. Thank you for this podcast and platform. It is refreshing and much needed throughout my life. Thank you for letting me know that it is okay to not have it all together, even at 25. Oh, girl, you're just, you're a babe. You're a babe. I want to give a shout out to myself because I am popping. Yes, you are. (laughs) And so is your font. And so is your font. It is a smooth 18, but that's neither here nor there. I recently launched my own blog, Victorious Not Victims. I was diagnosed last year with lupus, SLE, and fibromyalgia. And the diagnosis sent me into a depression and a mission to find myself and improve my life. Victorious Not Victims focuses on bringing education, empowerment, and awareness to lupus, fibromyalgia, fibromyalgia, anxiety, depression, and other topics. Adding victory to my testimony, I plan on bringing purpose to my pain. Um, and she gave the link to her blog, Victorious Not Victims, all one word, uh, dot wordpress.com. Um, thank you for reading this email. Uh, I love you guys, and you have a listener forever. Cardi B voice. Yes. Um, Neek. This is from Neek. Thank you, uh, Thank you, Shaniqua, um, Neek. Um, and shout out to you. I mean, I know it's like to have to deal with a chronic autoimmune condition. Um, um, and you know, all that comes with that. So I completely, completely, I completely, um, want to, you know, give you a huge shout out, completely want to, um, um, let you know that you are awesome for not letting this take you over, but turning it around and doing something positive with it. So I think that's awesome. Thank you, Nick. Make sure you check out victoriousnotvictims.wordpress.com and we'll make sure we put the link in the description box. We will. The next one says, hi, Jade and Kia. I hope I make it in time for this week's episode. (laughs) You did. did. Um, I love the show. You guys helped me to get up and get grown. Here's to more success and more collective growth to the Getting Grown fam. Thank you so much. Thank you. My graduation shout out goes to my sister friend, Oyen Kosola. Yes. You better pronounce it. I I had to make sure I did not butcher that. Or Oyen (laughs) for short. All right. There we go. Uh, she is an amazing friend and continuously inspires me. She's graduating on June 13th with her, her bachelor's in mechanical engineering and will be starting new fantastic position at an amazing company. She's been able to maintain an amazing GPA, hold several leadership roles in student organizations, flourish as an honor student, as well as get a great job, which can be a huge challenge for us international students. I don't want to go on for too much longer. So I just want to say, Oyan, I love you. You exude black girl magic and strength. All the best with your new job. You'll be amazing and we'll miss you. Shout out to all the graduates of 2017 and the graduates of 2016 as well. Remember to stay encouraged and keep fighting. We still have a long journey ahead. Love, Kaylichi. Thank Very you, Kaylichi, and congratulations to Oyen Kosola. I like saying that. Yes. <laughs> congratulations. That's awesome. Mechanical engineering. There yeah, ain't no bull swanky. She did that. No, it ain't. Our next email says, hey, cousins, I love y'all. I feel like I'm at the kitchen table with you because you are. Have a seat. I'm a few episodes behind (laughs) as I just found uh, the podcast, but I have to shout out my baby sister, Janelle Williams. She graduated in in December, uh, December 16th, 2016 with her 
BFA, Bachelor's of Fine Arts in Music Education from Augusta University, Augusta, Georgia, and walked straight into a teaching job on January 5th. I know yes. that. I love her as big as dinosaurs. <laughs> that is cute. And can't wait to see what greatness lies ahead of her. Um, she also added some petty peeves, which we will uh, definitely save uh, for our upcoming petty parade. Um, That's right. She says, ladies, thank you for being you and getting me through uh, this uh, two years in this white-ass Uncle Sam <laughs> area. I guess uh, this white-ass area Uncle Sam has forced us to live. <laughs> Hugs and kisses, Rochelle. Shout out to you, Rochelle. Thank and you, Rochelle. Shout out to your baby sister, Janelle. Um, Janelle and Rochelle. For getting that, that good old BFA. And I hope all is going well in her teaching gig. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hey, cousins Kia and Jade, I just want to say that I'm mad at y'all. <laughs> oh, I didn't even do nothing to right? you. I told myself a few months ago that I wasn't listening to another podcast. I barely have time to listen to all the ones I'm subscribed to now, and they take up too much space. Hold on. Where is this? Oh, let me do this bar across the across the joint joint. Yeah, man. Why is it? Ooh. Why? This is so strange. Why does my... Okay. I don't know. But... Sorry, y'all. Bear with me as I'm... Scrolling Scrolling. for life. (laughs) God damn. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Um, They take up too much space in my phone. However, after the first episode and hearing Kia say Jade always has useless nigga trivia, I knew I was amongst family. I do. She does. All All the time. (laughs) I knew I was amongst family. I'm so happy this show exists and I'm even happier it exists on the Loudspeakers Network because LSN got all the poppin' podcasts. Shout out to the fam. Um, I am like really struggling with reading this because <laughs> it's doing a lot right now while I'm scrolling. Uh, God, what is this? Is it's I really strange. I don't know what's happening right now, sir. Would you type this in? So, <laughs> okay. I hope I'm not too late. I'm on team typing fast for the past week. I've been on team no typing at all as this last semester beat my ass like I was one on the set of a Mona Scott Young production. <laughs> But I would like to give a special shout out to myself. I graduated Wednesday, June 7th from the City College of New York, A, with a bachelor's in advertising and mass media. I am much like Jade. I don't really display emotions too much. (laughs) (laughs) He said you was heartless. He said you was cold. (laughs) <laughs> like potato salad. <laughs> my, friend, my friend Erica calls me Blackheart. <laughs> That's why it's her favorite emoji. <laughs> but I, you know, <laughs> this, don't shame, don't shame me. I'm already struggling with this damn email. Oh, All right, you're making it. You're gonna be okay. <laughs> I'm much like Jade. I really display emotions too much, but I surely spent the greater part of the ceremony sobbing like Monique at the end of brush. <laughs> All these visuals. I can't. <laughs> All I pictured was Mariah Carey's old pork face in that movie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the movie was extremely special for me. Sir, I'm sorry. I'm like scrolling. So like <laughs> you all got a deal because this is this is this is doing a lot for me right now. Thanks for creating this. Pa- ah, every time I scroll across, it clicks I'll on finish, the picture. Please. I finished. I finished. She says, <laughs> she says, he says, uh, this moment was extremely special for me because I was a student that got 55s in all my core classes in seventh grade and I walked across the stage with four A's and one B. That on top of me being the first male in my family to graduate college had me all the way in my feelings. Black Boy Joy was definitely in the building. Thanks for creating this platform for us to continue to share. Black Boy Joy and Black Boy Magic. I love the community that is already being built with this show so early on. P.S. My first heartache was from a boy named Ryan. I feel you, Kia. They are Aww. all evil, all trash. They, um, 
continued success. <laughs> All the best from Malcolm, who also sent um, pictures from his graduation as well. Yes, shout he out, did. Shout out to you, Malcolm. <laughs> shout and out to you, Malcolm. Shout out to you. Thank you so much for listening. Even though you was trying to be shady to us in the beginning, you didn't want another podcast to listen to. Here you are. And we appreciate you, okay? I love I love when black men describe themselves with black boy joy. That just makes me smile every single time. It's really, it's really what's up. You reading this next one or am I reading this? I don't care. What you want? Oh, I'll, I'll go. Go ahead, dear Jade and Kia. Our God is an awesome God because eleven yes. years after I received my bachelor's degree, I finally went back to school for my master's. Hey, on June eleventh, two thousand seventeen, I joined Team Black and Hooded as my master's degree in IT and administration. Can you come tell me what's wrong with the computer and why I was having so many issues with that last email? Uh, as my <laughs> master's degree, IT and administrative management from Central Washington University was officially conferred. I'd like to thank my dad, my mom, and a mighty Jesus who got me through the working full time while balancing a full course load. Never let anyone tell you going to school online is easy. Unlike my undergrad experience, I didn't have classmates and professors that I saw every day and could ask questions to face to face. I am fortunate to have a boss who let me take days off to study for exams. And I got an employee discount on tuition. That is it. I have to thank my dad and Heavenly Father for the blessing that is no student loans. Everyone out there, right there, that's a good place to praise him. It really is. (laughs) Everyone out there that thinks they're too good, I mean, too old to go back to school, I will repeat the wise words of the late, great Dear Abby. When someone would write to her with, I'd like to go back to school, but a degree will take four years and I'm already too old, her reply was, How old will you be in four years if you don't go back to school? Congrats to all of my fellow grads, Victoria. You're right, Victoria. Thank you for putting that word in there. Congratulations to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's and it. And that was actually our last announcement. Thank you to everybody who wrote in. Congratulations to all the graduates. Um, everybody who continues to support. Uh, shout out to all of you. If we missed any, we are so sorry. You are more than welcome to send them again. We are going to continue graduation announcements through the end of June. That's it. And then we're going to go back to our regularly scheduled shout out to my sisters and bros. So, uh, with that being said, make sure you get all your graduation announcements in for the rest of the month. Um, and we'll make sure to try to get those, get those out there. Absolutely. Congratulations, everybody. Congratulations. All right. Let us gather around the kitchen table for yet another edition of Kitchen Table Talk. There's cheese. What kind? I told you. We about to, we still on this Merlot Bella Vitano. I can't get enough of this cheese. This rich white woman cheese. It's so good. It's Costco cheese. I'm not bougie. You know, I just enjoy a good old, I'll take a good old block of Colby Jack. <laughs> Kobe Jack works just fine when you got some Ritz crackers. But you know what's really lit with a with some Kobe Jack cheese? What? Some townhouse crackers, my nigga. Town nigga. Butter cracker. <laughs> townhouse crackers are the goat. I don't care what anybody says. I don't yeah. care what bougie crackers come. I don't yeah. even like bougie crackers. Yeah. Townhouse crackers. Oh, sis. Listen. Sis. Townhouse sis. crackers with some Kobe Jack cheese. I'm telling you, that's there's no better snack. When I was in college, um, I worked at uh, a restaurant called Papa Do's. Oh my gosh, I love <laughs> Papa Do's. You can't catch me at Papa Do's eating steak and shrimp. Anyway, um, 
So, you know, basically uh, the service industry is just another form of slavery. Um, at the time, we were making $2.14 an hour what? as bartenders and servers. Um, $2.14 an hour. So you really, truly live off tips. That's a lesson for all of you all. I don't know how many. We're, did we have a, have we had an episode on tipping? No, not yet, but we can. We're uh, going to. Oh, we will. We're, we're going to have an episode on tipping because if y'all don't know, I'm not going to like if you choose not to take my words after that, your willful ignorance. I can't deal with it, but <laughs> I am going to share the wealth because we need to know as a community how to properly tip. Anyway, important. So we make two dollars, 14 cents an hour. It was a slavery. We didn't have time to eat. So we would eat. They had those townhouse crackers because they would have them for gumbo and stuff. I'd be right at that service station or at that bar eating townhouse crackers and drinking iced tea to save my life. They're just really good. So my college years, I was, yeah, I nourished myself with townhouse crackers. I just love them. They just are so buttery and delicious and they just set it off something proper like, but it's not too much. It's not too rich because you know what cracker can be a bit too much. Sometimes you have to watch which cheese you pair it with. What's that? Club. Cl- club is different than townhouse. Indeed. Let's be let's be clear. It's very <laughs> different. They're different. They're not they're they're also a good cracker, but townhouse always gets it right. You got to get the crackers that go with it. When I was a kid, I used to take Ritz and I would put cream cheese on it hmm. and a little bit of jelly. You know what? Sis. I have done that before. Mm, I, so good. I don't remember why, under what context, but I know that that's something that I have done. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah. A little that, strawberry moment. A little strawberry jam. Just a little dollop in the middle. So you got the sweet, the savory, you got the crunchy. Delicious. We're still talking about snacks, and that's Liddy not what Liddy. people is talking about. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We <laughs> apologize. Y'all it's know we fault. can't focus, especially when there are <laughs> snacks present. Or- I would like to talk about, um, you know, well, I'm going to like, I don't know how to, let me just say it, I guess. I want to talk it. about the difference between trying to impress um, versus leaving a lasting impression. Um, so I think I can definitely think of, you know, times you know, recently, I mean, it's not so recent, but I have, I have, I'm able to, to, to take note of times where I have my, my motive was to impress. Um, and it just stressed me out and made my life like unnecessarily complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm learning that my focus should be more on leaving a lasting impression. So sis, what do you think uh, it means, like, what do you? What would you say the difference is? The differences between the two are, what is the difference in someone who is, you know, their aim is to impress, and what is what? Uh, what about a person who is aiming to leave a lasting impression? Well, I think a person who is aiming to leave a lasting impression is a person who is sure of themselves, is a person who is secure in their thought and the foundation of who they are. Um, and they are able to take those and uh, maneuver them into a life of purpose right. um, for themselves. That purpose could be whatever it is that they see for themselves. Um, and they don't let anybody opin- anybody's opinions, what anybody else is doing, interfere with what they are doing as a person. Um, they just try to live their best selves. 
Whereas a person who tries to impress is a person who may, who is not so sure of themselves, who has insecurities, who is a person who, um, may, may that be physical and how they, you know, maybe they're working out. You have the person who works out cause they're just trying to be healthy. And then you got the person who's in the gym with the outfit, doing the shit, making the poses, mm-hmm. making the videos with the music, like all of that. Those are, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like not saying some people are just trainers. It's just, it's fun. But, um, yeah, you have people out there who care too much what people think, whether it be in appearance or whether it be on what they know. They they the knowledge that they share is not always genuine knowledge. Sometimes it's like, oh, I know that, too. Um, it could be a person who's trying to fake the funk and pretend that there's some sort of sommelier when it's OK to say that you like drinking yellowtail. Like it's a person who is just not true to themselves. They set up these facades and the efforts to look like the people that they truly want to be, but they are not those people. And I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, not to... Those are for extreme cases, too. Let me just say that as well. Right. I mean, because I think I can... I mean, we've all done things to impress people. And then there's also... Because you want people to think well of you, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not. I'm not bringing this up to suggest that, you know that doesn't happen to me. I can, you know, speak for myself, but I'm just saying that I think that there is value in being mindful um, and critical of your intention and, you know, take some time to start questioning some of the choices Mm -hmm. that you make. It happens and it's because it's easy to get caught up and swept away and thinking about um, what people think versus, you know, just living in the moment, in your experiences. Um, And it doesn't necessarily have to be about like, you know, things as superficial as like Mm -mm. clothing or, um, you know, appearances, whether it be like hair and makeup. I think social media adds another element because we're constantly exposed to people who, um, you know, have curated, you know, uh, timelines that feature. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. Thank you, Brooklyn. Um, curated timelines that feature perfect pictures of edited, mm-hmm. you know, you know, uh, photographs and beautiful, flawless makeup and fabulous clothing. And it's easy to think, okay, well, I have to make sure that my stuff is together too. Um, and, 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 you know, that can kind of have you out here doing things that you don't necessarily have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember <laughs> whether it be going out, I'm sorry, going out to the club or going to church or going to a job <laughs> interview. Like I, I can definitely think of times where I felt like every time I was going somewhere, I needed an outfit, whether it be, um, going to church or going to a job interview or going to the club, um, you know, feeling like you have to look a certain way all the time or having to have nice things or new things. Um, whether it be planning your child's birthday party or uh, a bridal shower for your friend or a baby shower for your friend or, you know, getting caught up into, you know, spending money you ain't got and wasting time, um, you know, you know, doing things that you don't focusing on things that, you know, are not your personal priorities, but things that you think you should be worried about. Um, Mm -hmm. I just wanted to talk a little bit about that and, you know, managing those uh, insecurities um, and just, you know, trying to be more intentional, be more conscious about 
uh, leaving a lasting impression, which I feel right. like attracts the people that you want around you because, you know, in being your authentic self all the time and being true to yourself and what you want, you're representing yourself in the most genuine way and people are going to be drawn to that. And you're always going to be aligning yourself with people and opportunities and relationships and positions that are best fit and best suited for who you are um, mm-hmm. versus who you, you think you have to be in order right. to get that kind of attention. And the other thing, too, that we want to keep in mind is that sometimes um, there's there's levels to it. There's definitely levels to it, like you brought out. Um, it could be in so many different facets where, and it doesn't have to be extreme cases. Those cases are some of the things that we're going to talk about soon. But sometimes it can come in other forms. Um, we've talked about, we've talked about proms. Mm-hmm. Um, Prom is like a thing now. Oh, it's a um, thing. And I'm not sh- shading it all mm-hmm. the way. It's just, yeah, I'm just saying that it's just beyond my realm of understanding. Um, because, you know, prom is a hashtag. It used mm-hmm. to be like a memorable occasion that one would have just before, you know, going into their senior year or graduating from high school mm-hmm. where they would be able to, you know, wear formal clothes and get dressed up and take great mm-hmm. pictures and make memories with their friends. And now it's like a, a hashtag. It's like a yeah. major motion picture. It's like, it's like, um, you know, thinking about our, and checking, like, are we doing stuff because we really like it? Or are we doing stuff because we feel like we have to, are we doing stuff because we're trying to keep up? Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to um, some friends today. They were telling me that, you know, they were reading something online about a mom who planned to um, do something to celebrate her child graduated from high school and had set aside a large amount of money for a trip to Dubai. Um, And maybe it was something like $25,000 altogether. Mm -hmm. A trip ended up falling through. So instead she... Brought Dubai to her son. Brought Dubai to her son for prom and had camels and... And, you know, all of the things, uh, multiple wardrobe changes, it was just like a whole, a whole thing. Um, so part of me says, you know, as a parent, if a parent wants to do that for their child, it's not my place to say that they shouldn't, or, you know, they're doing too much. My thing is more so like, why? Like, not, not like, I mean, just the motive behind it. Um, is it, is it, did she really think, honestly, that her son wanted something like that? And if so, why? I mean, and, you know, what's the what's the bigger picture? Um, or did she do it? And that very well could be the case. Like, it may have been something that he was like, Mom, this is something that I really want to do. So I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not speculating. Like, I don't want to, you know, judge her for it. But it just makes you think. Like, did she right. do that because, you know, it was really something that her family was interested in? Or did she do it because she thought she was going to go viral? And, <laughs> you know, get, like, the news to come to her house. And it'd be, like, a big deal. Yeah, and that's the thing with, with, the, with the age that we're living in today. Like, all of this exposure via social media, it really, you it's hard to decipher um, and it's not really our place, I guess, to try to read people's intentions, but it does make you think like it raises questions because there are so many people we're living in the age where so many people are trying to impress. Right. Um, like constantly, whether that be again, like we said, via like workout videos or quotes or right. whatever the case. And it's right. so again, we want to start, we want to discuss leaving a lasting impression versus, um, trying to impress. 
and like what goes into what goes into it. So I'm thinking like, you know, like I said, if my friends was having happy hour every Friday, there was a time or there was a time where I was going out to an open mic night every weekend or, you know, um, just doing something every weekend. And I felt like I needed a new something to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so I like pissed away all of the money. Like when I graduated from um, UConn and was working my first little real job and living in my mother's house, instead of me stacking my coin, um, like I should have probably, I spent way more, way more time um, in the mall or online buying things because I felt like every time I was going somewhere, I needed to have something new, like whether right. it be a new shirt, a new pair of shoes. And when you really think about it, it was like I was seeing the same niggas over and over again. So <laughs> why couldn't they see the same clothes over and over again? Like what would be the point? Like, and I really, you know, my motive, like was was it because you know, it got to a point where people would be like, oh, Kia, you look nice. And I was looking for people to say that. Mm-hmm. Or was it because I really felt like I needed to have something nice? Like, was I not going to be comfortable enough to have a good time if I didn't feel cute? Like, just more so like me questioning myself. Am mm-hmm. I trying to keep up with somebody else? Because they always have what I think might be new clothes. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm not at all saying that we should become like uh, cynical of other people and super oh. critical of other people. And I hope you guys don't think that I'm trying to be critical of anybody. Cause that's not where my heart is. I'm just wanting to have some genuine discussion and conversation that would prompt us to think about why we make some of the choices that we make. Um, and aware what place on the inside is it coming from? Right. Um, a person, I mean, we cannot have a conversation about, trying to impress without talking about Bow Wow. <laughs> Shadrick. Sh- is, Shad- is that his name, Shadrick? <laughs> I thought it was Shad. Or, or it is, is Shad <laughs> for Shadrick? I made it up. It is in my head. Okay. Well, Shad recently, I'm sure you guys know that Shad has been uh, hemmed up in the media um, <laughs> for, um. you know, posting pictures online that would suggest that he's doing things that he is not doing in reality. <laughs> uh, those things being, you know, riding private jets and yeah. uh, counting large ca- uh, large sums of cash um, or having large sums of cash in his possession. And, you know, I would then- just like what makes I just would wonder what would make a young Shad Moss feel like this behavior is necessary. Um, especially for someone who is the professed self-professed prince of what is it? Uh, I don't know. He calls himself the prince of something. Uh, Prince of peace. I don't know. Well, certainly not. (laughs) Certainly not the prince of peace. Um, I, I don't know. I watched half an episode of that uh, growing up growing in Hollywood. Up hip-hop. Hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Why did I say Hollywood? Yeah, child, you know. It doesn't matter. Um, and he, you know, was on there talking about his, I've been in this game over 10 years and yakety jack, 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 right? So, you know, um, just really, really proud of his accomplishments. Now, I'm not going to say he hasn't done anything. I will say he hasn't done anything of substance recently. No. Um, 
and you know just looking real threatened just looking real <laughs> like he is you know on a on just operating from a place of duress like oh my god my career is slipping through my fingers and i've got to do all of these drastic things in order to keep myself uh, relevant in these streets because these kids really don't know who I am. They remember me, but they may not. Um, so I just wonder, like, I mean, just just thinking about that and thinking about, like, how that looks. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can always tell when someone is doing things because they're trying to impress. Um, and it's just like, you know, why would you set yourself up for for that? And so I can- if you all... I'm sorry. No, no, I no, didn't ahead, do no, that. No, no, no. If you all have been living under a rock, you must go on the interwebs and type in hashtag Bow Wow Challenge. Good times. It is amazing times. <laughs> um, it was based off of uh, Bow Wow saying that he was riding a private jet and um, he actually happened to be on a commercial flight sitting in coach because somebody caught him on Snapchat. Um, and then... To further it, he then comes back and says, ha, 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 I did this all for the show. You all got caught up in my bullshit. No, you I, I got tricked caught you. up. <laughs> you my three-year-old yourself. says, I tricked you. My three-year-old says, you I tricked yourself. you. Not a grown not a grown man. Shadrick, you're way... So then we have another example uh, of Chance the Rapper, who exudes black boy joy and is genuinely and authentically himself. I mean, I just want to like juxtapose these two people side by side Mm -hmm. to just give you like a case in point. So like think about Bow Wow and all of the things that Bow Wow's done and and how that has made him look uh, in these streets. Um, And if you, you know, and then compare him to somebody like Chance who has been his his self unapologetically from the start of his career and has had such success just walking in the trueness of who he is. Mm -hmm. Like Chance leaves an impression everywhere he goes and he stands in his convictions and he, um, you know, does not, you know, back down or, or apologize for any of the, of the, you know, or compromise, I should say for any of the things that he believes in, um, and is out here winning, like totally winning versus somebody like Bow Wow who thinks he's tricking adults. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks that he is tricking actual adults with working yeah. senses. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not like, and just like, I just look like, I'm just saying, don't be Bow Wow when you can be Chance the Rapper. That's all, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. And most recently, Bow Wow made a video that is under heavy speculation uh, where there is a mass uh, crowd of teenagers it's a mob. chasing him. It's a mob, sis. And mob, all of that. It's a bunch of white kids chasing him. Are they white? I thought they were white. No Did I way. watch the wrong video? I thought that, I did not. There's no way that white people would be chasing Bow Wow. There was a video of some white kids chasing Bow Wow, but I, but it is under heavy speculation that he set that up. And there are so many reasons why. (laughs) I I watched the video, the video that I saw uh, earlier today, and there are some questionable things about that video. Yeah. Um, There's a time where where it seems like, like, you know, if a mob was chasing Bow Wow, you know, the positioning of the person who was doing the recording, there's a time in the video where it seems like all the people that are chasing him stop and he keeps Mm -hmm. on running. So, I mean... (laughs) 
they're like, you know, it just makes you wonder if this is something that he staged. I'm not, I'm not saying that it is, but it could very well be, especially given, you know, his behavior recently where he mm-hmm. has been stealing people's tweets and pictures um, and posing, um, you know, you know, in places. Yeah. And then yelling psych. Child, nobody has time. Ha ha, nigga, you thought. No, nigga, you thought. You thought somebody's about to believe this bullshit. So, yeah, just. And it's not us trying to compare black people. So let's just be clear from the jump start. But you can look at the the sincerity of Chance the Rapper and um, and his portrayal of himself versus Bow Wow and the portrayal of himself. And how he wants you to believe that he is everything that he pretends to be. It's just so uh, important. It's so important. As XD says that he does. <laughs> um, how you doing? We um, have another another example, side by side example. Uh, Kylie Jenner and Yara Shahidi. So I mean, it's pretty self explanatory, you know. I just feel like. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it would be cool to have these examples to kind of give you a case in point and just be like, okay, think about why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, what motivates it? Because I mean, it really does kind of show up. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. think about the things that Kylie has going on um, versus, and, and why we know Kylie Jenner versus why we know Yara Shahidi. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, just kind of like what, what you want to, you know, think about just think about that. It's and I it's so much it. bigger than Yara Shahidi being on a primetime network TV show because Kylie Jenner is also on a TV show uh, that has gained crazy amounts of success. Exactly. If we're you know because we're not we're not here to hate, but at the same time, we don't even know if Kylie Jenner finished high school. I mean, um, no shade if she did, but if she did, no shade if she didn't. Um, um, I know plenty of. No shade if she didn't finish high school. That's not where this is coming from. Where this is coming from is the fact that Kylie Jenner has dedicated her very young adult life so far to uh, changing into her sister. (laughs) She is becoming Kim. They need to give her a reality show called Becoming Kim. Whereas we look at an example like Yara Shahidi, who... No, we do praise her because she was accepted into every school that she applied to. But we also see the, the, the things that she's doing as a young person. Like she's involved in so many social activities, um, and movements. And she's got a very strong and very solid, you know, uh, voice for what she believes in. She's very sure of herself in that way. And that resonates and comes out of her pores like garlic. Like you can feel, (laughs) you can feel also her same sincerity. And I really look at Yara Shahidi. She's a beautiful example of somebody that I would be wanting my daughter to watch on TV. You know what I'm saying? And that's not saying that I don't want to be an example myself, but I feel that she is such a genuine, kind spirited and sure of herself, but not to the point of arrogance, young black girl. Let me ask you this, sis. While we're talking about Yara, who I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. And we talked about prom, but I want to kind of turn the conversation a little bit. Okay. And especially as a mom. Because I think mm-hmm. you... I've, I, I went to Noah's first birthday party, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a good time. Um, 
But I know that there are parents who kind of feel pressure, who can feel pressure to uh, make like things like children's birthday parties, Mm -hmm. like, you know, more than like a backyard situation, not because they're worried about whether or not their child will actually have fun, but worried about what parents are going to think. Um, and the same can be said for, like I was talking about earlier, like bridal showers, um, and and baby showers and just, I just, I mean, I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm just saying that I'm trying to get some understanding because I remember, you know, being young, go, my mom going to different events or even different events in my family. There was a, a bridal shower in my family. It was likely in like somebody's home mm-hmm. or like, you know, maybe like a community center or a hall um, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Some family members would get together and cook and, you know, we would get some decorations and it would be all in-house mm-hmm. and it would be a good time. Now you go to things and, you know, they're, you know, all the things are like professionally catered and they are, you know, not decorations, but decor. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like a two tier cake, like, I mean, you know, centerpieces. centerpieces, I mean, major coins, like <laughs> major coins are being spent, you know. DJs <laughs> lighting <laughs> situations there might be a host and I just wonder like what happened like when wh- what made it all change like when did things change like I remember where you could literally get a green salad and some baked ziti and some chicken wings and get together in somebody's you know finished basement <laughs> and have a good time like literally you could have an awesome time and it would be a party um, but it seems like now you know you get save the dates and invitations and their dress codes. Like, I just wonder <laughs> what makes what, and I'm all not white affair. You know what I'm saying? I'm not hating no. um, at all. I just really, it just makes me wonder what we're thinking about or, or what our motives are. Are we trying to impress people mm-hmm. or are we doing this because we feel like we deserve or we want to go? I mean, and it could be, it could be, it could be the latter for all I know. I just wanted to kind of talk about it to see, uh, where we are and I mean I'm, I'm anxious to see what feedback we get from the show hopefully you guys don't think that I'm being hateful and bitter um, <laughs> that's really not where I'm at I just really want to know Um, and I wonder if I'm going to be the same way like if I have a child and when I have my baby's first birthday party am I really going to want to like yes I will spend $10,000 on this party because <laughs> my baby is one like I mean that could very well be the case but I just wonder like what it's all about. So I guess as a parent, what would you say to that? Well, um, I would say, first of all, there's, there is ability and we have to take into consideration that again, there's levels, there's ability, um, financial ability, and there's preference. So some people are really just bougie niggas. They really (laughs) just truly enjoy the whole charade of, the centerpieces and getting and the shit fine. together. And mm-hmm. that is fine because that is their preference. There's right. nothing wrong with your preferences. Some people have the money to be able to rent Elmo for right. their children's birthdays right. because their child loves Elmo. Who am I to knock somebody who has the ability to do that right. if they're trying to do something to make their child happy? I think where the issue lies um, and where I try to focus on, I don't have the ability to hire Elmo. I barely have the ability to go to Target and pick up 
a talking Elmo for forty dollars. Mm-hmm. So, um, what I always try to keep in mind, and what I really do appreciate, uh, what I took from my parents, because my mother is a person who likes to host. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She likes to host, and she likes to make. Uh, she likes presentation and, you know, she takes pride in that, but she genuinely enjoys doing that. She enjoys cooking for people. She enjoys them enjoying the food. She enjoys being able to put all of that together and having a beautiful display. And it's not because of what people think. It's because that's what she truly enjoys doing. Um, whereas there are people who put that together because they're nervous about what the fellow housewives are getting ready to say. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's been going on since the beginning of time, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I appreciate that my parents always taught me and, and, and how they raised us was that as long as, you know, as long as w- what you're doing is making you happy. And I said this in last week's episode, then you good. It's about what you want to do. So, and then it's about, it's, again, it's about preference. What is making you happy? What do you have the ability to do? If you don't have 40, if you don't have $40,000 to spend on a wedding, then don't try to have a $40,000 wedding. That is so real. Especially if, and w- what gags me <laughs> is, you know, people usually don't invite you to your wedding, you know, un- like, unless you know them personally. Right. Right. So like, you know, um, you know Lucretia from back in the day, right? Right. You and Lucretia, you know, from up you know, from up the street, y'all go back like sixth grade. Like y'all go back like nine ladies in warheads. Like y'all go back. <laughs> uh-huh. So you know her, right? You know what I'm saying? And you know right. that Lucretia is a $10 ponytail girl. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, that's how she gets down. But mm-hmm. when she gets married, you go to her affair and it's something, you know, it's, she's, she's, completely changed her aesthetic um i mean her, i'm just she's completely like it's a very it's black tie it's formal it's you know and it may be what and it makes you question like is this what lucretia wanted or is this what lucretia thought that she had to have right um and especially when you know you know i have friends who i know who have done such drastic things as you know payday loans and putting weddings on credit cards because you know what I'm saying like because they felt like they just had to have certain things and at the end of the day it was like they the ones who I know who have told me people who have given me this advice like they regret it because it's like Mm -hmm. number one the wedding wasn't true to who they were Mm -hmm. um and number number two like they got this credit card with this 40 40 40% interest rate that they got to pay Mm -hmm. back all because they had to have you know a live band and a dj or they had you know what i'm saying they had to they had to get married at this particular museum Mm -hmm. or hall that costs you know what it costs so i mean all the way like i just feel like across the board whether it be you know buying things that clothes that you know we really really like but we can't afford Mm -hmm. or um you know using words that don't come naturally like you know what i'm saying like people who feel like they got to speak a certain kind of way right um you know or Or you have to be knowledgeable of a certain subject right um or you know people being afraid afraid or ashamed to say i don't know that or you know what i'm saying putting on airs Mm -hmm. it you know it goes all the way like it i've what i've learned is that it's always evident people can always tell when you're trying to impress um, and I've just learned and I'm learning this lesson as we speak that when 
I show up and I am Kia and I'm Kia unapologetically, you know, I don't have to try to impress people because they remember me for being yeah. me. I yeah. leave a lasting impression like everywhere right. I go, like, you know what I'm saying? Everywhere right. I go. Right. Um, because I refuse, you know, to wear, you know, these shoes because all the girls got them on. I wear what works for me and I, I'm me. You know what I'm saying? And that's all. That's really all you can do. I remember. Um, I remember planning my wedding and there were certain things that I wanted and I'm, you know, but I wanted to make sure above anything else that I had a good time because I listened to previous brides who were stressed who did have weddings that they didn't want to have. They're like, I didn't enjoy my wedding. I don't remember my wedding. I didn't eat at my wedding. So the things that I tried to keep in mind when I was planning my wedding was, what do I, like, what do I want? I want to eat good food. I want to listen to good music. I want to dance. And I want the people around me who really care about me. And those are the, all of the things that I considered and factored in in the planning. So when it came to making the list, who do I have a good time with? Who do I know loves me, is genuinely here for me and my husband? you know, in my child, like who, our child, who, who, uh, like who's here for that. And then in picking the location, what's going to be comfortable and picking the food, what do I want to eat? What's going to be delicious? Not when you're, when you stop worrying about what other people think, cause what other people think about you is none of your business. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What makes you happy? What are the things that you want? You know, if you are, if, are you posting a selfie on Instagram because you want 498 people to like it? Or are you posting a selfie on Instagram because you feel good? You like how you look that day and you feel like posting a selfie on Instagram. And so it's really all about the intention. There's nothing wrong with preference. There's people who have 50,000 selfies on their Instagram. And it's because you know what? On those days, they like how they look and there ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And then there are people who have 50,000 selfies on their Instagram and it's because they need people to validate them. They need people to tell them that they look good that day. What are the intentions behind it? And just be critical of it. And it's okay because I have clocked myself. You know, oh, absolutely. Saying? You know, I've clocked myself checking, you know, especially as someone as the makeup enthusiast, it's easy to fall into that trap. You know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. go to a makeup class and you sit next to a girl whose kit is, you know, she's, she's able to afford all four of the YSL two Chaclot, uh, <laughs> um, you know, um, tra uh, translucent powders at $65 a piece. So oh. I, this sends me home thinking, what do I have to do to get all of my YSL two Chaclot powders? And <laughs> you know, I'm spending money. I ain't got, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, if it, it happens to all of us and, it does. and, you know, it's awesome to want to aspire to things and, and have nice things and want what you want and aim mm -hmm. for that. Um, and you shouldn't feel bad about being able to get the things that you want absolutely. if you have the ability to do so. I'm just saying that we really need to be, I'm, I'm just saying, and even for myself, I'm mm -hmm. really trying to be conscious all the time of why I want what I want um, and right. making sure that I want it because I want it. Um, you know, Jade is a person you know, I we've known each other for a while now, and I find myself at this later stage in my life being drawn to people like Jade, who are, you know, unapologetically Jade all the time <laughs> and not really ever concerned about how people feel. And that's something that I aspire to as someone who has struggled with, you know, I don't even want to say I wanted to be like anybody else. Mm -hmm. I, 
I can't say that I wanted. I I can't say that I've want seen saw at any point in my life. Like I want to be like her. I've never mm-hmm. said that, but I have wanted l- to be liked, mm-hmm. and I have done things so that people would be comfortable around me, um, and you know, like me. Um, I just repeated myself, but I do that a lot. So whatever. <laughs> um. And the older I've gotten, the more I realize it's just like everybody not supposed to like me. And mm-hmm. that's OK. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's all right to not be for everybody. And the bottom line is the bottom line, the top line and the one in the middle. Shout out mm-hmm. to Keisha. I heard her say that today. Those lines, though, the bottom, the, it's just it's more I have to like me. And I have had because I have spent so much time in other phases of my life worried about like, you know, what guys liked and what other girls would like it. I had to take some time and sit back and think about what I like. And it's taken Mm -hmm. me some time to get to know Kia. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Even like something like I had long hair my whole life. Well, not long. Like, like I just never cut my hair. Mm -hmm. And there was a point. Um, in my early 20s where I was like really in this whole healthy hair thing and that's mm-hmm. was all about like hair length and I was really excited about the armpit length and the bra strap length and I was all in it I was one of the I was one of the Nazis on YouTube watching the videos <laughs> and collecting the products I was all in that life and my hair <laughs> grew long and it was great and I loved it and it was healthy and it was I was proud of it because I was something that I was working toward I was able to get the results that I was looking for and I was happy about it until I realized that it became to take over it started to take over my life you know what I'm saying it was like <laughs> oh girl, you can't work out because you know then you're gonna like you know, or you I could put your hair out or like you know when going out if it was going to rain it was like literally change everything like it would change my plans it would change this and you know I started the the guy that I was dealing with at the time he was really into my hair and you know it became all about like you know I got to wear it down when I'm going to see him I got to make sure it's going to be done and this and that and it became something that I thought about way too much Mm. um to the point where when I moved here to this area and, um, you know, it's a culture change here in New York. You can get your hair done for, you know, $40. Exactly. And be bouncing and behaving down the streets. (laughs) But here in this area, the price point is higher and I wasn't ready. And I came here to be a full-time student and, Ask someone, you know, back in the day, I was getting my hair done once weekly because that's just how I got down. Right? When I first and met I Kia, she had a long, luxurious flat iron ponytail. And it was gorgeous, honey. It was everything. Gorgeous. But but when I moved to the DMV, I realized, I, and I went, I didn't even go to a real, like, I went to the beauty school, you know, because were you, mm-hmm, back mm-hmm. in the, you know, back in the day, <laughs> when you wanted to get your hair done for $10, you go to the beauty school, right? To right? the beauty school. I went Those to the beauty school. Those girls learning how to fly and were just fine. Exactly. I went to the beauty school out here with washed hair, and only for and for the boy to press it out, for for him to turn around and tell me it was going to cost me sixty five dollars at the Stop. beauty school. At the at beauty the school. Beauty school. My nigga, that's what you pay at the salon. Hello. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. So, 
um, <laughs> I knew very quickly that I was not going to be able to sustain my weekly hair appointments in this area. And I found myself getting depressed, child. I didn't go nowhere because my hair wasn't done. I couldn't figure out how to do it myself because I'm not a part of that do-it-yourself ministry. That's not what the Lord gave Neither. me to do. So, um, so, I mean, I was stressed out. And it wasn't until I got free from that and was just like, girl, it's just hair. And, mm-hmm. you know, decided that I, it didn't have to look one way in order for me to get my life. You know what I'm saying? People could still like me and, you know, and, and all of that if I didn't have this one thing, you know, that I thought that, you know, I needed in order, you know, for people to like me. You know, I'm, I'm secure enough now to admit that. I'm just saying during that time, I was trying to impress people with mm-hmm. my hair. And, right. and I, I went to the extreme because I wanted to show myself that you didn't have to do that. So what was it? Two years ago on January 1st, I went to the barbershop and got it, told them to cut it all off, like you literally. Sure and, you it know, was it was scary. It was scary because it was just like, OK, sis, you bald as a chicken. What do you do now? <laughs> but um, it, it taught me to learn how to appreciate other things about myself. Now, am mm-hmm. I telling you how to go out and shave your heads bald? No, I'm saying that. In checking my motives and wanting to get closer to who I I feel like God made me, you know, made me to be. My purpose, mm-hmm. who Kia is, mm-hmm. all by herself. I felt like I needed to take the time to learn how to get to know me. And my hair is just one facet of that. The same could be said exactly. for, you know, me personally, my relationships, how I like, who, what I like, what I don't like, you mm-hmm. know, am I a phone person? Am I not? You know what I'm saying? Just because I was a phone person with this nigga don't mean I have to be, you know what I'm saying? Just doing, right. figuring out, figuring out myself. And it takes time and it, it takes does. time. So like, I haven't, I'm not, I'm first of all, let me, can I, let me just say this. And I said this to Kia before. I don't ever want to come off arrogant um, or like I'm just this like completely sure of herself person. I just I can't really care what niggas think that much. It's just too stressful to me for me to be caring about what niggas think. That's why I my clothes and my hair. I you real heavy for that. What music I listen to. If you have a problem with me listening to the Gucci Mane, (laughs) I can't really be concerned about that. I have songs to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and that's really kind of like the long, and that's just how I try to apply, apply to life. I can't really be concerned with um, what you think about my decisions. And I think that that falls also um, into so many categories. We've spoken a lot about physical and like appearance and uh, lifestyle, but also in some of the decisions that you make. Um, I know that there are certain, um, differences of opinions that I share with even certain family members. Uh, and there was a time when it really, 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 really would bother me. And, you know, I tried to take certain steps to make sure that those relationships stayed intact. That might not have necessarily been exactly what I wanted to do in the moment. Um, and then I had to realize like, you know, I can't, I love you unconditionally. I deserve for you to love me back unconditionally. So I'm, I have to stay true to who I am, right. you know, as long as I'm staying in respect of what I, you know, respect of you as a person. But I'm saying all that to say that sometimes those impressions that we're trying to make, um, take us to a place where we're doing things that are just not who we are or what we believe in. Right. And if you don't do nothing else in your life, do what you love and what you believe in. 
Right. Because trying to do it for somebody else is going to be stressful forever. And you are going to pass your life by and not have enjoyed it because you were too busy trying to make other niggas happy. Word. With shit that didn't have nothing to do with them. Because they are not the ones who go home with you at night. They're not the ones that lay down with you at night. They're not the ones that have to pay your rent when you go out and buy an expensive pair of shoes. They're not the ones who have to sit there and look in the mirror or say the prayers for you. They're not there for you. They're not there. They are not that person. You are that person. So all you can really do in this life is make sure that you stay that person and you're doing the things that makes that person happy because it's not that much time. So yeah, that's really it. That's really all. So yeah. Um, we, you know, our discussions go from here and there and everywhere. But <laughs> it really boils down to just, you know, um, not worrying so much about impressing other people, but, you know, being true to yourself at all times. And in so doing, you, will all, you won't have to worry about how to leave a lasting impression. You just will. Because the main person you need to be concerned with leaving a lasting impression is yourself. Right, indeed. Right, indeed. Because, I mean, that's just really what it boils down to. Worry about yourselves, ministries, all the time. Worry about yourselves. Is it. What are we not minding our own? Business. <laughs> I said that to Noah uh, on Sunday, and she was like, business. <laughs> I live. I live. So that's it for the kitchen table talk. Um, let us know what your thoughts are. First of all, while we're here, thank you guys so much for all the positive feedback on last week's show. Word. It was my favorite episode thus far as well. Um, Not just because we had so many um, great pieces of advice from so many awesome women, but because it really just was just like good conversation. Absolutely. All stuff that I felt like was really relatable. um, And I learned a lot. Um, And it's one of those things I feel like, you know, I'll be listening to over and over again. Um, Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for, for all the love that we got last week um and for all the advice that you guys left like you know on the timeline and even in facebook people were leaving things that they wish that they would have learned yeah. um, lessons one of the ones that I, that was not covered that i thought was was really valuable was someone was talking about the importance of maintaining good credit oh i saw that too and i was like how do we forget to like, mention that i was like in the financial that how did we Yo. how did we miss that uh, but yeah, that's the real one. But yeah, I just wanted to say that before we wrap up at the kitchen table. Thank y'all. And yeah, keep the conversation going. I asked earlier on Twitter. It was late though, so I understand if a lot yeah. of people didn't see it. But just thinking, you know, think about some people that who comes to mind when you think of someone who is trying to to impress, and who comes to mind when you think of someone who is who's left a lasting impression, and mm-hmm. just comparing and contrasting the qualities of those people and it it could be people who you know personally it could be celebrities it could be like you know who like and and thinking just thinking that through and using that as kind of like a meter or a gauge for yourself yourself because i definitely certainly under no circumstances want to be out here looking thirsty like bow wow and i've got to to keep that in mind i've got to keep that in mind you know what i'm saying 
Mm-mm. We can't be no. Please, no bow wow challenge in real life. Like, like y'all, like don't do don't it. Don't get caught out there being so pressed for attention it's, that you are lying. You gonna go broke all by yourself. <laughs> well, you're, you're just lying. You're you gonna be just, unhappy. You're just <laughs> lying. Like you're nah. lying. like you're just lying. Maybe that's what we should call the episode. No bow wow challenge. No bow wow challenge. <laughs> that's that's it. Hashtag. That's what it's hashtag. No bow. No bow wow challenge. That's what's up. All right, let's get into the honesty box. Honestly. Truly, it is time for the box of honesty. Truly, honestly, honestly, truly. Shout out to Joanne the Scammer. She's back. Like she's taken a little hiatus and now she's back. And I'm so pleased. I'm so happy. I was very happy. I also I saw her on Instagram yesterday and was just like, thank you. Was she talking about Facebook? Yes. Yes. (laughs) She said she said they be using that Louisiana grammar. That thing took me out. Because y'all know Facebook is for aunties and I'm trying to I'm trying to limit my usage as well. I know. We know we told you all to go over there, but it's just the only place we can think of right now. Don't worry. We're we working we, on other We're we gonna find another Bella. And if you can't go to Bella Noches, where the hell could you go? Exactly. So, <laughs> um, all right. So our honesty box question this week says, Hello, Chef Jade and Dr. Kia. Hola. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> more titles Mm. I wanted to say I really enjoy your show and will definitely be recommending this podcast to others so my honesty boxing question is below what do you guys think about dating outside of your quote-unquote social class I am an educated woman but I have not attended Ivy League schools I'm not part of a sorority or any other prestigious group Jack and Jill and although I have a career that pays well I don't hold a prestigious title However, I find myself interested in men who are more educated than me, Mm. lawyers, doctors, etc., and are in social circles where their peers are just as successful, if not more. I'm not interested in these men because of money. I'm interested in them because they are nice men who are ambitious and making moves in this world. I don't want to say I'm insecure, but sometimes I just don't feel good enough to date men who are at the top of their game. I have goals to advance myself, but I wonder if successful men find that appealing or if they want someone who's already on their level. Have you guys experienced this before? If so, how did you handle it? Thanks for reading. All right. Do we want to give her a name? Um, let's call her Roxanne. Roxanne! You don't have to put on a red light! <laughs> <laughs> and I did not pick that name so I could sing. Oh, man. Roxanne, uh, Roxy, want- sis, Rox, Roxy, sis. come here, sis. come here, sit down, come here, close the door. We need <laughs> to, to have a talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Roxanne, precious heart. First of all, thank you so much for listening. And I yeah. want to thank you for writing in because I know that it, it couldn't have been easy for you to say, you know, I'm going to ask this question. Um, I'm also going to say that. I hope that you still like me after this response. Please know that whatever I say is not a personal attack to you. I'm just going to try to get you to see things a little differently. Or I'm going to just try to hopefully introduce you to some new perspectives. Because I will say that at first, um, your email made me sad. (laughs) Yeah, your language is troubling. It made me sad. It made me sad for you. Um, And sad because... Um, I, I, I just wish that women, especially black women, 
mm-hmm. um, would learn how to uh, appreciate ourselves in a way. Like, I, it's it's easy for us to fall into that. Like, well, you know, that whole "I'm not good enough" thing. Um, mm-hmm. That's something that's that's drilled into us. And I don't even think we realize it, but it's like, it's something that's drilled into us. And I, and I really wish, you know, that, um, you know, we could get away from that. It made me sad to hear that, um, as in a, in, that your perspective is such that instead of being grateful and I'm not saying that you're not grateful, but instead of celebrating the fact that you are, you have a degree. You have a degree. You finished, and you're the first one in your family to do so. And I'm and and celebrating all of the tenacity and hard work that it took for you to reach that goal. Um, instead of you relishing in that and saying, you know, because of this, I deserve. Right. You feel you're questioning. You know what I'm saying? Who you are. Because you don't have um, what you think you should have, or what you think other people who think ha- you should have. Think you should have. Um, mm-hmm. I also want to tell you that um, you got to be real careful about so- things, social class, yeah, and yeah. Um, the things that you are are using to indicate whether or not a person has social class. Um, to answer yeah. your question, I have not dealt with this because um, I'm very grateful for being exposed to a range of things in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think one of the smartest men that I, I that I know, wisest men that I know, is someone who does not have a college degree. Yeah. And um, because of that, you know, I don't necessarily. And this is someone who has degrees talking. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. uh, conflate having a degree with like having like sense (laughs) or having intelligence. Um, You know what I'm saying? Yes. One would need, you know, sense and intelligence in order to make it you know, to achieve, you know, these things academically. But I don't Mm -hmm. necessarily think that because someone has not gone to college that they are any more or less smart than someone who has. Um, I also know people who are doctors and lawyers and have terminal degrees, which means that they can't get no more degrees. Um, And they are trash people. (laughs) Like, like, I mean, fundamentally flawed, like at the core. Um, So for that reason and that having having that kind of exposure, I'm really leery and hesitant to, you know, generalize and assume Mm -hmm. that because someone is a part of a sorority or fraternity or because they are a doctor or a lawyer or because they are in Jack and Jill, that they are better than any other person. And I, I would hope that you um would you know consider that um because you you deserve someone who is going to love you and treat you like the treasure that you are mm-hmm. whether that person you know be an astronaut 
<laughs> or whether they be the assistant manager at at the Chick-fil-A. I think that you know what I'm saying like I don't know. I mean, and maybe it's just me. I don't get I don't get caught up in that kind of stuff because um I don't know. I just I think it's really dangerous to get caught up in that kind of stuff. Um and it, this is not a judgment on you getting caught up in it. I don't really know your circumstances as far as where you live, the type of people that you associate with, if there's somebody who may be uh, assisting you with these thoughts. I'm not sure. Or if these are just thoughts that lie with yourself and you have to figure out how to work through them um, because they aren't healthy thoughts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, if I can give you some perspective, if you don't mind, um, my husband. I'm going to put it out there. So my husband came uh, to Brooklyn from Trinidad when he was 11 years old Mm -hmm. and um, came single mother, three kids, and his mother raised them to try to be good people. um, And he did not have a green card for a really long time. He didn't have a green card until we were into a couple years of our relationship. Um, So that So with that being said, his entire adult life, he's basically had to work to make sure that he takes care of himself, but work jobs that were under the table Mm -hmm. or or what have you. Um, And he learned a really strong work ethic and doing what he had to do. He ended up, uh, I hate the phrase, but pulling himself up by his bootstraps Mm -hmm. and figuring out how to not only just take care of himself, but make forward steps throughout his life to try to find um, opportunities that were going to help him to grow as best as he could. Uh, And I really, 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 really respect. And now he's a teacher. He's a fifth grade teacher. And a good one. A good one. Like with really good ideas. He's doing this project with his fifth grade class where they're doing a newspaper and he's giving them all roles. They have the ability to get fired and everything. Um, they have their roles, they have their departments, you have your editor and all of that. And that is their end of the year project. Um, so, and then he also has really good balance because he's like, kids are allowed to be kids and have a good time. And so he planned a end of the year trip for laser tag. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's a really good teacher, but just, I've watched him from going from a night cleaner and a bar to a bartender, to a really good bartender, to advancing in which bars he works in because he's learned how to really master cocktails, to then getting an opportunity as a paraprofessional, a teacher's assistant, and now having his own class. You know what I mean? And I am super proud of him for that. Um, But I have never worried about... and this is not me trying to give myself a pat on the back. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just literally trying to offer perspective. I've never worried about where he wasn't in life because he was working towards his goals and working towards them slowly, but working towards them. And that's all I can really ask for Right, is some kind of forward movement and you wanting better for yourself because I can't want better for you. Right. Um, but I, I haven't worried about any of that. I can't worry about if, if he didn't, you know, if he, he was and he's been here since he was 11 years old so that also teaches you another lesson about how fucked up this country is (laughs) (laughs) but i'm not going to go there right now um the fact that somebody has spent the spent the greater part of their life because he's at this point about to be 35 years old Mm -hmm. uh 
who spent, you know, the majority of their time in this country and it takes you until however many years old to, to, to get yourself a damn green card. We should be ashamed of ourselves <laughs> that the Jamaican girl from the graduation announcement, her mother did the right thing by taking them right on to Canada, <laughs> free healthcare, <laughs> education. Anyway, let me, sorry, tangent, sorry. <laughs> anyway, I say that all that to you, sis, to say that don't be worried about what you're not doing. Like you have to change your perspective. You have a nigga who's a, an attorney or a doctor or whatever the case. I don't know what your degree is. And, but that means that you can, you can come with some different conversation. Yes. I mean, I mean like, and I think what, what I'm just, there's just so much danger in seeing things this way, Roxanne, mm-hmm. because my concern is that there are some men out here who will maximize on you thinking this way and they will manipulate you. Like mm-hmm. You don't want to go into any situation already thinking, well, I have to do this because he's better than me. Right. Um, or, and I just, cause I, I don't, I just really want you to know that just because he went to law school doesn't mean he's better than you. It just means that he went to law school, sis. Like that's it. Um, you went to school too and you worked really hard and you graduated and you're working, you know, in the, in your career and you're thriving and you're doing awesome things and mm-hmm. all, and all you should be looking for in a mate is someone who has that drive. Now it's very, yeah. it has, it has the same values and same ambitions that you do. It's very mm-hmm. possible that you will find someone who, you know, matches, who, um, share those, shares those things. And, you know, they may have also have a uh, you know an undergraduate degree. They may have an advanced degree, but they may not. Um, right. And I don't want you to sell yourself short. That's all I want. Yeah. And I want you. I want you to focus more. I would just hope that you would focus more on celebrating your accomplishments and Absolutely. being all that you are. Um, mm-hmm. And what you what you who you are is what will be attracted to you. So if you are walking around questioning, you know, yourself and your background um, because of things that you could not control, like you could not control your upbringing. You can't like we're all born into our situations. So don't don't limit yourself because of 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 that. Um, And if if you do, then you're going to attract someone who's also dealing with that issue. And, you know, yeah. And it's unhealthy. Yeah. Like two broken people do not make a whole one. Like Jay said a few weeks ago. Right. (laughs) Like, and furthermore, like you got to stop looking at other people's experiences as what stuff as like what life is supposed to be. Who says that you're supposed to be a part of a sorority? Like I have never been a part of a sorority and have never been interested in being part of sorority, but I have a cousin who was Delta all day Mm -hmm. and she did the whole ceremony at her wedding and, you know, like we'll throw up the rock and all of her pictures. And I like, (laughs) I, and and she's one of my closest cousins and friends. Like we grew up like sisters. So you got to stop looking at examples of other people as to what you what you think you should have been doing or what you're supposed to be. There's a reason you didn't do it because it ain't for you. And that's OK. Some stuff is not for you. Um, Jack and Jill, do you really want to be a part of Jack and Jill or do you think you're supposed to be a part of Jack right, and Jill? Right. Like, like I, I mean, I mean, as someone as someone who has gone to an Ivy League institution and I've also gone to institutions that are not Ivy League institutions. (laughs) Um, I think like, you know, what I I just want you to know that they're just like there are good people at both places. There are also trash people at both places. So I don't want you to think that 
just because you haven't had these experiences that you are any less than. And just no. because some people have had those experiences and have been exposed to those things. You know what I'm saying? Because if they were born into Jack and Jill and their parents were in fraternities and sororities and they were born into that life and that's all they know and that works for them, mm-hmm. then that, that's what works for them. That's what works but, for them. Um, and nobody's knocking that. I'm not knocking Jack no. and Jill. I don't know anything about it. I'm not no. in a sorority. I don't know much about those either. This just mm-hmm. wasn't you know, wasn't, it wasn't for me. Call. It, wasn't um, it wasn't for me, and I'm okay with that. Um, right. But I don't look at people who have had those experiences and and think any more or less of myself, um, right. because you know that doesn't make you know. It's just I just wish I I hope that what we're saying to you is is reaching you. I'm I'm not trying to shame you or make you feel like you are wrong. I understand it's valid to have questions. And I, I think it's awesome that when you don't know, you ask questions and I'm hoping that the perspective that Jade and I are giving to you uh, is something that you can receive because it's, we, we really want to help you. And I, I don't want you out yeah. here thinking that you got, you know, being afraid and wondering whether or not you can get with someone who you think is better than you just because he went to Yale. That's not what this is like. No, Listen, <laughs> I, um, I'm gonna share something. That I don't share a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, just, just for reasons. But if this puts anything, if this puts anything that we've said into perspective, I'm sitting up here talking to you, right? I'm sitting up here talking to these people, these hundreds of thousands of people, just absolutely bananas. <laughs> but every single week, right? And it's so funny. People are writing in and they're like, we love your show. Even with my other show, Jade NXD, you know, the show, our tagline was smart, funny, black as hell, because we try to stay informed with what's going on in the world. You know, I've always really, really been into school. Um, I've always really been into reading on my own, but I got my GED. Mm-hmm. I got my GED. Um, and I didn't get my GED because I did poorly in school. I did. I, my mother had us tested. We were in the gifted and talented program. I was enrolled in honors classes. I had uh, many opportunities to join the National Honor Society, so forth and so on. But I, we moved around a lot and I also worked. I've been working for a really long time. I've been working since I was like 11 years old from summertime to like, I have just been working for a really long time. And so in the effort to be able to advance myself faster go through college, not have any student loans. And basically in my mind, stop wasting my time. I asked my parents if I can get my GED. When I got tired of like figuring out which school we were going to go to the next year or whatever, I was like, listen, I've already looked up all the information. Mm -hmm. I can go to the community college. I can get the GED. And then I can then start taking my prerequisite classes. I'll pay for that while I work. So at this point now, I'm not going to school at this time. Um, I can work simultaneously with going to school and I can pay that off. My parents said, all right, you have a plan. And that's what I did. I got my GED. I paid for my classes through a community college and then transferred over to a university. And um, I'm not ashamed of my journey because mm-hmm. um, that's what it is. It's mine. Right. So I think with you, you just need to start because... I, it looks from from this. I don't want to assume anything about your life that you're not in a relationship right now because you are saying, you know, when you're dating these different people or thinking about dating these different people. But I think even before that, 
before you start focusing on what other niggas want and, and so forth and so on, you need to work on your foundation, which is yourself. Right. Because if you go into this relationship, like Kia said, with these thoughts, that's dangerous territory. Mm-hmm. You got to start getting okay with yourself and your decisions before you go in there with anybody else, because you want to make sure that the person that you get involved with is also in a healthy place mentally and emotionally. Right. And so I think you might want to take a step back and just kind of reevaluate some things and take those necessary steps. And I know a lot of the advice that we give is repeated, but it's also applicable in different parts of your life. So whether that be, again, journaling, whether that be going to therapy or just, again, taking a step back and just really putting your life into perspective, I think you need to do that first and make sure that you become emotionally healthy so that you can stop thinking, okay, is, am I good enough to date this person or am I dating this person because I truly like who they are as a person and they like who I am as a person? And so that's that's what that's what I have to offer. Roxanne, we love you, sis. Absolutely. We want the best for you. So um, we hope that some of these words resonated with you and please, you know, feel free to shoot us an email and give us an update as to how things are going. And uh, I hope this was able to help if, if even a little bit. I do too. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Pass the peeves like we used hey, to do. come on. Pass the peeves mm. like we used mm. to do. Mm. Pass the peeves like mm. we used to do. Mm. Petty peeves. Petty peeves. What's mm. your petty peeve this week, sis? Petty peeves. <laughs> take that take that take that take that take that take that speaking of take that diddy is oh, like God. the richest nigga in alive right now did you know that listen as aggravating as that nigga is you want to talk about somebody who don't give a damn what people think Fine. diddy is out here my nigga laid out on the stairs he deserves to he has every right <laughs> To sit out on them steps, like, do y'all know how much money I have? Okay, Show El Diablo home. Negro is the is literally the most ridiculous person alive, but I have to respect it. I'm from Mount Vernon, I'm from White Plains, right? Shout right, out to West yes. County. You know what I'm saying? We still out. Shout out to Janice and that same dangerous colored hair that she has that could give you damage. Child. They ain't nothing but a wig. It's in the color 319, 316. <laughs> Milky Way 316. I don't know the number, but I'm sure it's, you know. Shake and go, shake and go, shake and go. All right. Let's wrap this up. Petty peeves. What's your petty peeves this week, sis? I want you to go first. Oh, you want me to go first? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I got to buy Listen. me some time because, I again, I'm not prepared, but I'm going to get That's fair. Ready. It's late. It's getting late. Oh, not that old Billy Goat. Please. <laughs> Please, please, please. I can't, I've been Can singing that song all baby? week. I sang that on JD and XD. Go ahead. Okay, so there you no, go. No, no, no. Remember JD Michael Ar- XD? Michael Arsenault. Michael Arsenault says she sounds like she's running through a haunted house when she's singing. Or singing into a fan. Remember, uh, remember, she got that old Lamb of God vibrato, honey. Now behold. Now behold the Lamb. Um, XD's call her Marsha and Big Knees. <laughs> She got big knees. I didn't even notice it until when they did that. Uh, remember that? Um, child, we can't never do nothing. Uh, what was that? Uh, what show was that? That big, was it Black Girls Rock? When she did that performance with Lettucey and Jill. Mm, I think so. Uh-huh. Why do they call me? Yeah. Uh, 
I remember that particular episode, that particular <laughs> performance. She had on a dress and I was able to see her knees. And I was like, oh, she does have big knees. Yo, she, she got really large. She's really tall, too. Don't judge. I, I'm tall that, as well, but. No, I'm not judging for tall. I'm, the stop. Tall, the talls. I hope. Let me try to make sure my tall. knees ain't big. Do I Listen, no, that, but that meme, have you seen that meme with the, uh, with the knock knee girl, with, and she kind of has big knees too. No. And it's like girls who sit like this always talk the most shit. <laughs> okay, we are being ridiculous. Are. My petty peeve. It is. We're just, we're just delirious at this point. My petty peeve is don't make me, don't make me get unprofessional with you. Ooh. Don't send me to a place where I then have to step outside of my professional self to deal with your bullshit. This man today, we had a meeting in the office. And so, you know, the meeting's over. We have some food. We're chilling. We're doing some work. And so I looked at it and I was like, let me put some of this stuff in the fridge. Like, I can't stand no food sitting out. Right. So I started doing it myself and putting stuff in the fridge. I'm like putting things away because I just I don't have time for it. I don't want to look at it no more. This boy opens a Diet Coke and pours some in a glass and puts the thing back on the counter. Now you see me putting this shit in the refrigerator and moving around. I'm still limping a bit. So you see me doing this. You don't. A, you don't jump in and assist to help put these things away, but then you're going to pour yourself a little bit of Diet Coke, put the can on the counter. You don't even take the can with you to even help the process just a smidge. <laughs> so I looked at him and I said, you just going to leave this on the counter? Like you see me putting this stuff away. You're just going to leave this on the counter? You're just not going to dispose of it at all? You're just going to leave it there? He was like, I don't, I don't know what I did wrong. I poured some in a glass and I put it back. Yeah, you put it back. Why didn't you pour the rest out or put it in the trash? You know, nobody drinks Diet Coke. Mm. And I was like, I looked at him and I was like, what the fuck do you think this is? I was like, clean up. Like you're an adult. I'm not cleaning up after you. Clean up after yourself. And so he thought he was being slick initially. Nobody has time for that. Don't make me do that. <laughs> That's my petty peeve this week. What's your petty peeve? Go off this. Go off. Just don't make me get unprofessional. You did this. Um, I have a very simple petty peeve. We're going to talk up a little bit about supermarket etiquette. Oh, oh, I think I saw this tweet. Which tweet? Oh, no. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. I tweeted about this? No, somebody put a tweet to our, our getting grown account and said, um, don't. Well, you go finish and I'll, 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 you, you do. So there are a couple of things, especially that pertain to, um, standing in line and people who stand like right, <laughs> like literally, yes. like they stand like inside your pants, like <laughs> they stand like on your heels. Um, and, and it just, I just, I have a personal space issue. Yeah. Um, I also have an issue with people who don't know how to drive the cart or buggy, whatever you call it. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, another one, it's not really a supermarket. We can talk about like, um, restaurants. Like if I go to Chipotle and I say, I will like guacamole and 
you tell me that it costs $2. Like, it's written how many places? Right, in very large font. Very large font. And you tell me it's $2. And I'm like, okay. And you're like, it's $2. It's like, I, I have $2, sis. I've got it. <laughs> or like the upcharge, especially when the upcharge is like something foolish. Like, there's this pizza place around, the, uh, around my way that serves cauliflower, pizza with cauliflower crust. Uh-huh. But it's like an upcharge. Um, of course. If you use cauliflower crust and then like you get like five toppings for free. If you get another topping after that, it's like 35 cents, right? Okay. So I get to the counter. She counts up my toppings and it's like six. It's supposed to be five. And she's like, oh, well, you know, it's 35 cents. And I'm just like, girl, if you don't <laughs> ring this pizza up. Hey, girl, I got 35. Would you want to see it? You want to see this quarter and this dime? <laughs> that gets on my nerves because I, I mean, oh, and maybe I'm being petty, but no, I'd be like, do you ask everybody or are you just asking me? Do I look like I don't have 35 cents? Is there something about me that would suggest to you that you telling me that 35 cents for these mushrooms is going to let make me say, oh, girl, never mind. And I, I just leave well, you out. You know what? I'm not even just to be one of those aggravating devil devil's advocate ass people. I remember when my husband was bartending at this spot and I went in there uh, to go meet him to leave. And there was this couple at the bar and I think the girl had like a, they got a to go order. The girl had like a, like she's supposed to get like 54 cents back or something like that. I don't know if you all realize in restaurants, like you can't carry change. People who work in the service industry cannot carry rolls of quarters, dimes, pennies, <laughs> and nickels. Like it just doesn't happen. So if you have like, if you have a couple of cents of change and you come to the to-go counter, leave the change, idiot. You're not getting ready to tip anyway. So I remember, I was like, is this girl? And she was like, excuse me, I'm supposed to get 54 cents back. Ooh. And it's like, uh, sis, are you going to be all right if you don't get that 54 cents? So that's probably why these people get irritated and start announcing it to everybody. It's $2 for guacamole. Like, don't question it. But like you said, it is very large on the menu. Like, it's right there. It is huge. I see it. I read it as soon as I came in. I'm clear. Like, I don't know. They do that to me at the Chinese spot all the time, too. I'm like, can I have white meat? It's $2 extra. Yes. Okay. That's fine. I know what I asked for. I want a breast. Thank you. (laughs) 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 White meat is what I prefer. I want white meat. I don't don't want these mystery nugget meat. I know what I want. I'll pay the $2 extra. Uh, I got here on the Metro, didn't I? That's more than $2. So... Hilarious. Anyway, I will actually really quick want to read a uh, petty peeve that um, just made me laugh. We got okay. from one of our readers. Okay. It uh, says, hey, cousins, I love your show and thank you so much for creating this platform. I just had to share this petty peeve because it's probably better to share it here than to lose my job yelling at someone over the phone. Um, I am. I don't know about you all, but I absolutely hate when someone calls me purposefully and then proceeds to engage in a side conversation the entire time. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I know things happen. People walk by. I get it. But say hi and bye or call me back another time. The, yeah. aud- the audacity as a homo sapien to really call someone to have them listen to you speak is more disrespectful than Beyonce stepping to the side when Michelle fell during a 106 in Park <laughs> performance. And let's be real, that was tragic. Anyways, to keep things short, if you want someone to listen to your conversation, call your mom, call Tyrone. You can even call Jesus, but you do not have a friend in me 
for those calls, sis. Sincerely, Jaleesha. Thank you, Jaleesha. That made Thank me laugh, you, Jaleesha. sis. I appreciate you, and you are absolutely right. right. And hold, like, don't ever call me and tell me to hold on. That's gonna be that's the quickest way to get me to hang up the phone. And on then I you. hear you talking to somebody else. It's a wrap. Like, like call me back. You call me. <laughs> I'm gonna just make the decision for you because I'm hanging the phone up. Indeed, indeed. But I think well, that's another. Yes, oh. go ahead, sis. Wrap it up. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is another episode of Getting Grown. Uh, we hope that we were really scared to follow up last week's episode because we really enjoyed last week's episode. It was lit. But we're here to try to give you some, just some different conversation every single week. Make sure you're writing in to gettinggrown at gmail.com. Uh, excuse me, gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Um, some- make sure you're continuing to send tweets and Facebook messages, rating us five stars on iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, we really, really appreciate all that you all do on a weekly basis. It's super encouraging. Indeed. And we've received, like many of you have sent in suggestions for Kitchen Table Talk, which are awesome. It just mm-hmm. takes a little while for us to kind of, you know, get those together. Um, you know, it does take a little doing for us to kind of figure out what we're going to talk about. Um, yeah. And so and to kind of get through emails and organize them. We are not like, uh, I, I will make it my business to make sure that we tap on um, t- I mean, at least, you know, discuss these t- topics to some, to some extent. Um, we are getting a lot of emails. We love it. Um, please don't stop. But, you know, it's just the two of us managing it and we're doing the best we can. Um, and we appreciate your patience. Um, again, shout out to everyone who reached out to me personally. Um, about last week's show, like Jay said, it was awesome. And um, we were kind of nervous because we didn't, we wanted to keep with the momentum. And we hope that this week's show um, is one that you enjoyed as well. Um, and we're looking forward to reading your comments and getting your feedback um, and coming back next week to do it all over again. Yep. So thank you once again. Make sure you tune in next week for Getting Grown, episode 12. No, baby, this is 12. 13. Yes, honey. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 7 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 13. Damn, this is nice. I, we can do the 11, 12. That's honestly. Okay, anyway, uh, make sure you drink your water. Mind your business uh, and moisturize because your black will crack if it's dry. Bye. Peace. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.